chilled your delicate sensibilities. This has explicit fucking content. Hi, my name is Angela, and I have 30 years experience in adult entertainment industry. And I'm Jordana, and I'm allergic to condoms. Drift bear. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm even allergic to things that are like latex now. So I have to be careful what shoes I buy or what shoes I'm next to or. (laughs) So did you put a shoe in your vagina to test that theory? I I did not, but like I can just touch them or be around them and I'll get hives. Oh, and sometimes it blisters my skin. Did you get hives on your vagina? I actually got blistering and bleeding. It swelled up and looked like a hot dog bun. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I had an STD. <laughs> I bet. Did they test you? Yes. I bet that hurt. It was awful. I've had other reactions to other things since, like a uh, vagicil I'm allergic to. And that too made my vagina look like a hot dog bun. And the ER doctor said, you have not been kind to your vagina. <laughs> and then gave me Vicodin. I was going to ask what he did to make it better. <laughs> did it help? Yeah. Yeah. Help, it help my feel goods too. Yes. So um, besides masking the pain, was there anything that they could do to make your poor little the JJ feel better? They told me not to put anything on it for several days and they gave me steroids. Oh, cool. Yeah. How long did it take for your vagina to recover from this? Well, his never fully recovered. <laughs> <laughs> it's never been the same. <laughs> Still very much like a hot dog bun. I just need a hot dog <laughs> to fill it. Now, if I touch something anywhere on my body that has anything in it that I'm allergic to because it's rubber-like, I'll just start getting swelling and like a blister. So it's not just that you have a super sensitive vagina. It's like literally your entire person is hyper allergic to all latex-like things. And if I go into the rug aisle at the Walmart, I can start getting hives on my face. Just Just because from the fumes? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. It is. (sighs) Diet Coke. I feel like Diet Coke should sponsor this. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Then that's all the diet soda. Yeah. We don't even need any money. Just send us some diet sodas. Since I've had like 57 of them (laughs) since we've started this today. You know what doesn't swell my vagina? (laughs) A delicious Diet Coke. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Speaking of cunts. You overturned Roe versus Wade. And the leader of the pack, Clarence Thomas, you handsy, good for nothing, sexual harassing motherfucker, you, you creep. Looks like the Supreme Court decided to overturn our reproductive rights. I'm pretty pissed off about it. As am I. I went down to a march that day. There were a lot of people there. Everybody seemed really mad. But they keep talking about wanting to do things a certain way. They keep talking about voting. And I'm madder than that. This is my human right. I want to like fuck shit up and cause a scene. I don't feel like voting. You feel like burning shit down. I'm really mad. What are we going to do? What can we do? Burn this bitch down. That is one scenario. (laughs) (laughs) There are times that protesting riots do get shit done. This affects everyone. Just because 
You think you don't know a person who has went into an abortion clinic to end a pregnancy that was unwanted. That is not what abortion always looks like. So I think that everybody thinks, oh, so you can't continue to use abortion as a form of birth control. You, so-and-so, Sue, who um, is slutty and likes to have reckless sex with all kinds of shady individuals and back alleys. Why does it have to be Sue and not? slutty cousin Edna. Edna. Edna's just getting knocked up right and left and she just wants to go kill babies because she's a maniac. <laughs> but that's that's not realistic. Realistically, um, it's just Jordana who um, who had a non-viable pregnancy on Thanksgiving, was in the hospital, and the doctor had to do a DNC, and that is an abortion. So we were talking about the fact that anytime a pregnancy is terminated, it's an abortion. So your body naturally will terminate a number of pregnancies that happen. They just get pushed out, and that's an abortion. Yeah. And how do you regulate a spontaneously happening occurrence that a person's body does? How do you make that illegal? Well, you shouldn't. A similar situation. My son was six months old. My periods were all crazy. I was bleeding nonstop. So I went to the doctor to find out why this was happening and found out that I was pregnant. So I went for an ultrasound. They couldn't find the baby. So my then husband, you know, freaking out, we got a six month old at home. And um, he was like, you know, what are we going to do? And the doctor said, what, we don't do abortions here, but the pregnancy wasn't in my uterus. We, we had to do something. And with an ectopic pregnancy, if you don't get that taken care of, even though it's never going to turn into a baby, you will die. I would die. It will rupture and you'll die. Correct. But that's illegal. Correct. So you would just die. So I was just going to die. And Fuck you. See you in hell. See you there. Sorry about your luck. Sorry about my luck. This, this egg that implanted itself has more rights than you do. And would now have more rights. We know that there's no way that rationally they can regulate our bodies in this way. So pretending like they are going to is just very scary. It's horrifying. How did we get here in 2022 when 1973, they already knew that this shouldn't be this way. Like, how are we going back in time? Some people who hear the word abortion, like you said, think it's slutty cousin Edna who can't keep her legs together, who has the thousand dollars to go at once a month and have a fetus aborted as birth control. Just for fun. Just for funsies. They don't realize there are so many medical procedures that involve this. And really, it doesn't matter anyway. And one of the reasons for this, I think, my own personal opinion, I like to akin it to Rush Limbaugh using the term feminazi. By coining the term feminazi, he has made it to where who wants to be associated with that. It makes the term feminism seem something that you should want to distance yourself from. And I think that that same way it has made abortion a term that some people have have wanted to distance themselves from because it sounds like something that you want to do to murder a baby, like you said. Correct. Rather than something that's a medical procedure or something that your body does naturally. And maybe 
that distinction doesn't matter in the end, even if people want it to. Does it matter whether it's to save your life because it's in your fallopian tube or if it's to save a 14 year old girl's life because she can't see any other way out than to put a wire hanger in her cervix what do you think ultimately it 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 shouldn't matter i mean it's bodily autonomy we have to be able to say what happens to our body we have to have that right what happens when we don't i don't know if our bodies naturally do something when we're getting in the shower that can't be regulated or, you know, sitting down or right. going to town or eating a cheeseburger or what the fuck ever. That's like them trying to make laws against our shits. Can we help it? <laughs> we cannot help it. I mean, we have to, we got to do that. Evacuation is important. Yes. It's probably also a good time to talk about the fact that nobody wants people to breastfeed in public, but they want to make them have the babies. There's no formula available for them because there's a shortage, but don't feed that baby in public with your breast. Somebody might see a titty. Somebody might see a titty. God forbid that shit happen unless they're paying for it. (laughs) Gotta pay for that shit. I wonder what's going to happen with these three Supreme Court nominees who are now on the court. But when they were nominees, they said specifically that Roe was solidified and that it wouldn't be changed when they were asked point blank. Is that lying under oath? I feel like that's lying under oath. When I was a little girl, Clarence Thomas was on the news every day for sexually harassing Anita Hill. It's where I learned all kinds of terms. It's I was a news nerd when I was a kid and I watched the news all the time. Mm -hmm. And I saw things about crotch hairs on Coke cans and heard about sexual harassment. And now being 40 and knowing that he made this decision and then had more to say about it, that seems like he's wanting to do things that have to do with contraception and other rights to privacy privacy and that Brett Kavanaugh made this decision. Brett, I like beer. Kavanaugh Barrett is letting her religious views dictate uh, laws for everyone. Kavanaugh is a rapist who obviously hates women and he's overly emotional. Why are we letting him decide anything ever made this decision? Alanae, on a fucking backdrop of grab them by the pussy. I just about cannot deal with this. It's it's like nightmare scenario. I never thought this would happen. And of course, we've talked about it. We knew that, that it was going to happen. But before that, I just couldn't even imagine a world in which we would see it overturned. When the thing was leaked, we had talked about this, but I'm fucking stupid. So I thought that someone somewhere was going to be like, it's 2022. You can't reverse right you've given. We can't be taking human rights away from people. And I thought something would get done. I thought that was why it was leaked, just so someone could do something. But, you know, Joe Biden led the inquisition in which Anita Hill got asked horrible questions. So are we really that surprised? No, no. Nothing's okay right now. A scary world. Yeah. I don't want to be here. I don't like it. Have you ever read that children's book called Little Prince? No. In The Little Prince, he takes advantage of a flock of wild birds to make his escape from his planet. Um, In what way does he take advantage of these birds? Uh, I think that that's all the book says, is that he took advantage of a flock of wild birds and made his escape from his planet. Where are we going with this? Maybe we could do that. (laughs) We're going to take advantage of birds? I don't want to take advantage of birds. (laughs) 
birds. You make it sound so salacious <laughs> when you say it. And also, geese are really mean. Yeah, maybe we could use geese. Yes. But they would hack. <laughs> They're really violent. They are. I was I was bitten in the butt by one what? one time. <laughs> it's did, a true story. Did it bruise you? No, but it really it got a hold of my britches right in my butt. It was coming for the boy. So I picked the boy up and I turned and it got me right in the butt. It hurt. So we can take advantage of those birds. That's where okay. I'm going with this. Can you imagine though? Like their shits are really gross. Oh yeah, they are. So we'd have to be on on the bird back. We couldn't be behind the <laughs> bird for the escape. Should other people's religious liberties be making rules for everybody? Or is that basically what we tell other countries they can't do? No, it's absolutely what we tell other countries they can't or shouldn't do. And I, I feel like that's, I mean, that is what's happening here, right? There's a Christian belief that somehow making medical decisions about your body is unacceptable. It's weird though, because there's a lot of Christian beliefs that seem to be counterintuitive to wanting a leader who brags about grabbing women by the pussy unconsensually. But then again, that seems to be who they're rallying after. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. That seems very um, Christian-like behavior. Certain people need someone to tell them what to do. Those people are drawn to certain religions and they're all also drawn to men like Donald Trump. Is he going to run for the next election? Is that definitely happening? I have no idea. Can we have like a really good candidate? No. Why is that? Because we had the most qualified candidate in presidential history run and she got lipstick on her teeth and uh, didn't win. <laughs> can't get lipstick on the teeth. No. Not a good look. Mm-mm. I've found out a lot of people that I've known my whole life and who were always very liberal voted for Donald Trump because uh, they were mad because Bernie Sanders didn't get it. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that that's why. It's because they're sexist. It's actually that simple. I think it hurt their PPs that there was a black president and then they could not stand for there being a woman president too. I mean, it is a lot for <laughs> a man to deal with, <laughs> you know, it's a lot. So when I was in my early 20s, I had a friend who was very young. She was in an abusive relationship. And due to that abusive relationship, we weren't talking at the time because he was alienating her from everyone. And she had gotten pregnant. I had just happened to see her one day. They had moved back from where out of town. And she relays this very terrible story to me that she had gotten pregnant. And because she wasn't talking to me, she didn't have anybody to take her for the abortion. She didn't tell her boyfriend she was pregnant. She had told a family member and at the last minute, the family member backed out of going with her because of, because of the fact that she was going to get an abortion or just like unreal. Okay. Because she was getting an abortion. The family member said that they just couldn't do it. Left her high and dry because she had went to another state to get it because here in the state she was in, you have to pay extra money to get them certain ways. So if you want to get anesthesia, it costs more. And she went to a different state. But they had, it was actually a procedure where they put things on her cervix. So it's like a two-step process. And she had to get a room and stay there because the family member would not let her stay at her house and she would not give her rides. So she had to get a room nearby. As she pulled into the parking lot, someone came to her car and told them that she they were an employee of the facility and that they had to take her in to the mobile lab that they had to do an ultrasound before they could do the procedure. So she went. At the time, she was probably 19. She went, went in to get the vaginal ultrasound. And as they had 
have the wand in her vagina, they start saying, do you see its little hands and feet? It could be a ballerina. Do you see its hands? It could be a rider. Now, mind you, it had no hands or feet or anything like that. But this person was not an employee. They were, in fact, a pro-birth protester who had parked a Winnebago with insignia on the side that made them look like a clinic, that they parked it nearby and were lying to the women who were going in to get procedures done, saying that they worked there. Um, So there was no actual ultrasound happening? They did the ultrasound on her. So they had ultrasound equipment in this Winnebago. Yes, 19 years old, alone, and was effectively raped by this stranger who put a vaginal ultrasound wand up in her. Mm -mm. So there she's on the table with it inside her, being forced to look at a monitor and be told what this thing in her could be. Mm -mm. That person needs to be arrested. Correct. When we reconnected, which was not long after this had happened, I told her all of those things, that this person needed to be arrested, that she should do something. But it's very much like anyone who's sexually assaulted. That's up to the person. And it was all too shameful for her. Yeah. I mean, isn't it like against the law to impersonate a medical professional or something? Like that's got to be illegal. That's crazy. It is. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard of. But I think it's also important to tell people that these things happen. I can't even imagine. I knew that there were protesters, uh, just people, wild, you know, radical people that would go to a clinics where they thought that, you know, abortions were happening and, and protest and, and oftentimes target women who were going in there for birth control or, you know, whatever. I mean, going into a clinic, you know, that is completely legal, you know, like attacking them. Well, obviously, you know, that there have been attacks at abortion clinics. Yeah. Times. There have been attacks at clinics where they weren't doing abortions, but people thought they were. Correct. Yes, I've heard about that too. It's unreal. People lost lives in some of these attacks. Yeah. That can't be very pro-life. Because they're not pro-life, they're pro-birth. Do you think that overturning Roe versus Wade and, and making changes to reproductive rights will affect women's access to other forms to birth control? It seems like that's what Thomas is wanting to go to. It does. One person. It's not more, is it? Well, I think if Vera had it her way, I think there are several members on the Supreme Court that if they had it their way, that's what it would go to. People have been trying to deny women access to contraception, which you know as well, is also for several different things besides controlling births. Mm -hmm. It treats several different things. They don't want us to have that. I have friends that wanted to have their tubes tied. I have a, a girlfriend who needed to have a hysterectomy. Um, she terrible has terrible endometriosis. And because she was young and didn't have any children, she was denied. They would not remove her uterus. She needed to have so many kids, be a certain age. It doesn't make any sense. It's something that she needs. Her doctor says she needs it. But then, you know, other people are like, you can't do this. And tubals as well. Many doctors, so many, in fact, that a lot of the women's groups I'm in are passing around the information for the couple of doctors in our town that will do tubals without a man's permission. Because in most cases, 
is a woman needs a man's permission in order to get a tubal done. I don't understand why anyone would expect that I would need permission from anyone else to have something done to my body. Because you can be controlled if you're in the house having babies and tending to them and not outside your home having a job in your own life. You can be controlled if you're only in your home having babies. Yeah. I can't even control myself. Nobody else is going to be able to control me. I went to a march Friday. We had our little signs. We were going around the block. We were going past a parking garage. We were obeying the traffic signal still. There was a man doing that real hard stop and start thing. Yeah. Trying to bully his way in between humans that were marching trying to get into a parking garage. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you've seen people do it with between cars, Mm -hmm. but you can't do that between pedestrians. Right. That's not how that works. No, pedestrians have the right of way. He's like acting like he's going to hit me. So I get on the other side of him and he just guns it through. And I turn around, I'm clutching my pearls. (laughs) Like you do. And then I just flipped in the bird and he slams on the brakes and starts to explain to me that he needs to park and he's in a hurry because suddenly then he could stop talk and talk. (laughs) He flipped me off back and, and is like bitching at me. And I got so angry. I said something to the effect of you should shut the fuck up. And then I called him a cunt. When I said the word cunt to that man, the look on his face was amazing. <laughs> I wish you had gotten a little. It was like I had some kind of power. I did not know I wielded. His face puckered <laughs> like into a little anus. <laughs> yes. And he drove away. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but um, typically that's what happens when you use the word cunt around a man. <laughs> Their entire face turns into an asshole, an actual if a man ever called me that, I would use my switchblade on him. <laughs> and I would just giggle. Wouldn't you? Yes. Like in a hateful way? Well, no, I don't think. No. no. Uh, if he's Scottish, I don't care. <laughs> as long as he's Scottish and it sounds real cute with the accent. No, it's not cute with the accent. It's like, you know, I've heard Scottish people, they use that word like I do, you know? Yeah. But I mean, like if, a, if an American man said that to me, hateful. Well, that's, yes. That's what I'm talking about. With I would also blade. cut him. That's I don't not... carry a switchblade, but I'd at least find a sharp piece of paper. <laughs> paper cut him i'll have to get you a switchblade today we're going to talk to laura welcome to the show laura thank you for having me we were going to be talking to people about some reproductive issues you volunteered to tell us your story i did volunteer i think these stories need to be heard because it's actually abortion's pretty commonplace but it's you know so shameful that no one really knows about i mean i guarantee you everyone who's listening knows someone that has had an abortion that just isn't saying anything yeah yeah you're right it doesn't seem to be one type of person or class of person, it's pretty widespread among all people. Yes. If you have a uterus, there is a really good chance you have had an abortion, whether it was a wanted pregnancy or an unwanted pregnancy or a wanted pregnancy, but just not the right circumstances to be a parent, another parent again. I mean, it's just 
you know, you just don't know. Right. I think it's easy for people to assume a lot of things. And I think a lot of times other people assume, even if they've had an abortion, that theirs was needed, whereas maybe someone else's wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I never thought that way. I've, I've had two abortions and I think what it boiled down to at the time, I did not want to be pregnant and I didn't see any reason why I should have to remain pregnant. I, and I think if someone else wants to have an abortion, that is their choice. It is their body. If they don't want to be pregnant anymore, they should have an access to a safe legal abortion. You know, contraception will stop you from getting pregnant, but abortion is the only thing that will end a pregnancy besides labor and delivery. It's like abortion isn't birth control. It's the only way to end a pregnancy, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. The first abortion, I was 17. It was a situation where looking back, I had been groomed and eventually drugged and raped. It was traumatic and it took decades to get over considering the assault itself was only maybe two and a half minutes but decades of emotional and psychological repercussions from that. And my mom was a volunteer at Planned Parenthood. At the time, I felt I was so overwhelmed. And she was like, oh, well, you're getting an abortion. And I knew that I was, but I wanted to be the one to say it, not to have my parents go, well, that's what's happening. I just thought that was very hypocritical for someone to claim to be pro-choice that would be like, oh, you're just doing it. Uh, I know that, but it's, I get to say that. It wasn't a good experience. It was, you know, it was, there was like a lot of trauma around it. And then a lot of people school found out and there was a lot of like teasing and name calling like oh you whore you this 35 year old man blah 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 he must have been so happy to have a 17 year old and you know no one said anything about him grooming someone 17 obviously it was a grown-ass adult going out of his way to groom young girls so he could rape them i'm so sorry that that happened to you thank you i appreciate that you know physically it was a easy quick procedure the recovery was fine and then when i was in my early 20s, my birth control failed and I wasn't ready to be a parent. I was waiting tables in a chain restaurant, barely being able to take care of myself. I was, you know, ingesting and drinking who knows what and not ready to give up any of those. That lifestyle to be a parent, I had an abortion. It was a much better experience, I think, because I, I chose it. I was able to direct the the timing when I was going to have the abortion, where I was going to have it, um, who was going to drive me. Those things were also very important to me that my first one, I had no say about anything. It was like, we're doing this going in tomorrow morning. I had no idea it was even scheduled. I came home from from school one day and they were like, it's scheduled for tomorrow. And I was like, no one consulted me. You know, this wasn't teeth cleaning. wasn't a getting a flu shot. It was a solution to a a traumatic experience that I had no choice in any of it. I mean, I wanted the abortion, but it's just like no one asked me what I wanted, which I think is important. Like I knew I didn't want to be pregnant. I knew I wanted it over with as soon as possible. I just want to stress that no one asked me what I wanted. It was just assumed, which I think is pretty fucked up. The second one was like a fling. I told the guy and he was all like, oh, well, I think you should have it. And I'm like, um, no, I'm not. So then he told everyone that I was killing his baby. And I'm like, neither of us have jobs, dude. We can barely take care of ourselves. I mean, like I have my little, it was not even full time and I don't even think he had one. So I'm like, we can't take care of a kid right now. Not to mention that how much alcohol and other stuff I've had. Who knows if it's, I'm just not going to chance it. That wasn't pleasant, but it was very, a lot more positive because I had a lot more agency. So it sounds like the first time it felt like you lost control 
complete control over your autonomy really twice. Yes. Yes, I did. Like they were just like, well, that's what's happening. We're not having any pregnant teenagers in our house. And I was like, I never said I wanted to be pregnant. I would just like to take a moment and decide for myself. I would like to take a moment to have my own decision, to have my own agency back. It was my agency was just not respected at all. It was like, this is what's happening. It's not happening in our house. I'm like, okay, this isn't about you. I think you had talked some about reproductive choices now and about tubal ligations. Yes. When I I had my son a few years ago and I thought, well, I don't want to be pregnant again. My son and loving his mother, but I don't want to be a mother to anyone else. So I thought, well, I'll get my tubes tied. I live in in a very liberal part of a very liberal state. And you can just imagine my shock when I went to talk to my doctor about this. And she's like, yeah, well, your husband has to sign a permission slip. And I was like, are you joking? It's not his uterus. And she's like, yeah, unfortunately, he has to sign a permission slip acknowledging that you are doing this. And I told him and he was like, well, I, I'm not signing anything. I'm just going to get a vasectomy because I think that's bullshit. Did so you I have ready- to sign for his vasectomy? Oh, hell no. He just rolled up and did it. He rolled up and they were like, here, have two Valium and come back and, you know, and then so he had took the two Valium in the morning and it dropped him off and then he was done in like 20 minutes. And then he sat around with a bag of peas on his lap for a week. No permission slip, nothing. No one asked him anything if he was married or anything. But me, they were like, well, you might want another kid. I'm like, no, I don't. Is that a state policy or? It was as, as far as I knew at the time, it was a state law. Like you had to have it. I don't know about the accuracy of that being a state law or policy. I'm repeating what the doctor said to me that it is anywhere in the state you would have to get a permission slip from your husband. This is and trash like, ass. Yeah. What if Right. And like, what if he's an abusive dickhead and you just don't want any more kids with him? And, you know, and you happen to still be married to him. He has to sign off on your health care. You know, what if it's like I'm in an awful situation and I've had a C-section. They have to do a tubal ligation or a hysterectomy. They're going to stop it and get his damn signature. I hope not. It's bullshit. So he got a vasectomy and we have only had the one kid. And then we have our dog, which we baby. But yeah, so like, that's what I think is important is we have agency and control over our bodies, regardless of whether we, you know, if you have a uterus, it's especially important. And one thing I always try to do whenever I talk about choice, I use people because it also, instead of women, because people it encompasses the non-binary and the trans men that have, would still have a uterus and the capability of getting pregnant. And then it also, you know, if you're talking to someone that's anti-choice and you're using people, they're eventually going to ask you, why are you using the word people? I'm using the word women. And then you can say, well, women are people. I hope that will kind of start to erode their idea that women are not people. Yeah. I don't know if that will or not. I hope it does. I like this. When somebody's telling me about their doctor, I always say, well, what did she say? Oh, yes. I do that too. Even if I know they saw a male doctor or something, I'd be like, well, what did she say? Because then they're like, oh, okay. That's good. Good. We should all start doing that. Yeah. Oh, I was taught the CEO of my company sent a letter. What did she say? <laughs> Let's talk about that meme that goes around about camping. Oh I've my seen- God. I <laughs> hate that meme. Say fuck, just say abortion. You can say abortion. Okay. You know, hi, I'll give you a lift to a clinic. But then also how many of them that share that little meme are doing anything right now in their immediate communities for vulnerable people? Right. You know, I mean, even if you just throw in 25 bucks a month at a food bank, that's something. I knit hats and I give them to mutual aid organizations in the wintertime. I 
donate 25 bucks a month to a local food pantry that just has like a potluck dinner twice a week for unhoused people. I'm just wondering like if any, is anyone actually going to do anything? Like if, you know, say I was 16 in, in Alabama and I called one of those women up and would be like, Hey, I need you to help me on my camping trip. Wink, wink. Would they help me? No. Gas is expensive. I can't, I can't get involved. It might come back to hurt me. But you shared that meme. You must want to help. It feels kind of like the people who post, I'll adopt your baby. Oh God. You know what? You don't trust those motherfuckers with a baby. Anyone that's going to be like, I'll take your baby. No, that's the people that you don't want to give a baby to because who knows what they're going to do with that baby. They look like the grabber on that new movie with Ethan Hawke. Oh my God, I know. And they all look the same. So I'm like, hell no, I don't want any babies going to them. Like white Christian pod people. Oh, fuck no. Memes are not social justice. No. I mean, I think humor has a place in social justice, but it has to be coupled with some action. What sort of action do you think people should be taking right now? I think we should give giving money to established abortion funds and established networks that already exist to help people. Like Planned Parenthood, there's any number of funds where you can donate money that will help organize travel and medical costs for people in red states, donate to them. Give them five bucks. If every person that shared that meme donated $5 instead, how much money would they have to help actual real life people? A fuck ton. I think you're right. It would be a fun <laughs> You know, when they say, oh, how can I help? It doesn't have to be like, you know, 20 hours a week commitment. It can be, I, I knit those hats. I knit them while I'm watching TV. And then when I have a box of them, I take them down to a friend that has a, a food pantry on her corner and she hands them out. You you know, and 25 bucks a month to another organization. It's just, you know, those are small things, but they help a lot, especially if a lot of people are doing the small things that really adds up. I think you're right. I think that's some good advice. Thank you. Thanks so much for talking to us. Yes, oh, you're you. welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And with that, we're, we're here, here if you need, need to talk. talk. Did I scream?